Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Tommy Vincent of In Her Words podcast, a Tommy Vincent podcast. And today we have joining us at the table, Vanessa Hutchinson. Vanessa is the director of the football pipeline development for the National Football League. 2022 season marks Vanessa's 13th season in the football industry and sixth at the NFL. At the NFL, she works within the Football Operations Department on diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives for coaching and frontline pipeline candidates. Before joining the NFL, she started her sports career as a football operations and player personnel specialist at Boston College Football and then worked at as the football and personnel operations coordinator with the Cleveland Browns. Vanessa, welcome to the table. I'm delighted that you're going to stay a while with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Tommy. I appreciate it. So my very first question for you, who is Vanessa Hutchinson? It's a great question. Um, Outside of football, which sometimes I think takes up so much of my identity, I am a daughter, a sister, uh, a wife, uh, and and a friend. And I think, you know, those are kind of four different things that that I take really seriously. So while we're in this crazy world of football, always primarily those family and friend kind of responsibilities come first for me. Um, And so I spend a lot of, you know, my time out when I'm not working on football, just making sure I'm with those groups. I'm I'm visiting my family in the Northeast. I'm going to see some of my friends and supporting them. And so that's who I like. That's how I like to describe myself. Football means the world to me. It's been so much of a part of my life, but I wouldn't be the places I was without these specific individuals in my life. And so putting them first is really priority for me. So they're, they're my support system. 
Mm-hmm. And that's so critical in any line of work and just in life in general, just having that support, because as we know, life is lifing all the time. And so being able to have those faces and those people that, you know, got your back no matter what and are present for the highs and lows of the journey are extremely important to have. Absolutely. Very much so. Mm hmm. So. When did your passion for sports begin? So I grew up in New England, uh, which is a great time to grow up, you know, in the football world, you know, is when the Patriots were taking off, you know, and, and winning Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And I, I just got infatuated with watching football. Our families had this thing. We'd go to church on Sunday. We'd sit down in time for the one o'clock game and we'd, we'd watch the Patriots play. And that just became how like that was our family time during the weekend. That's how we spent time together as a family. And so I fell in love with watching it first and foremost, being a fan of the game, learning the players. But as I got older, I actually became pretty interested in, OK, how is this team that is so successful how is it structured who's responsible for that you know there are players on the field there are coaches on the field that you see but there are people in the background that you don't see that are helping to make everything run and you know be executed and so I became more interested in in learning how that team was actually structured and run I'd read through a media guide and read names and titles and do research on okay who's doing what in the background and so when I got to Boston College for my undergraduate I said like this is a time where maybe I could learn from the college perspective how a team is run. And so I did my four years as an undergrad working at Boston College in the football office to, you know, to feed that interest and say, is this something I want to go into? Is there a place for me, um, you know, that maybe isn't a player or a coach that I can fit into this industry? And so that's really the progression of how it all happened. Mm-hmm. With your first experience being there at Boston College and you talk about was there a place for me? How were you able to identify that with ease without opposition or did you have to, you know, not only figure out, figure it out for yourself, but also convince the others that you have a place here? I think, honestly, I was extremely fortunate to be at Boston College at a time, you know, when I was there, it was a very progressive football office, um, which... Mm which I don't think, especially during that time when I started in 2010, um, you, there weren't a lot of college football offices like that. We had a, a female that was our assistant director of football operations. She must have been one of the only ones in the country at the time. Um, and then we just had coaches and support staff that they were, you know, they had, they, they're like, they had daughters. They saw me as a daughter of theirs and like, okay, she's interested in football. We're going to help her learn football. We're going to help her find her place in football. So while I've heard, honestly, horror stories of women trying to acclimate to working in a football office, I wasn't in that situation. I was surrounded by really good people who did not highlight the fact that I was a woman who just wanted to help me learn and help me figure out where I fit. And I was very fortunate for that. Mm hmm. Now, you know, I've had the opportunity to be in the football family for a very long time. And one of the things that I've seen, especially as our friends have gotten older and there are daughters that are born into the family, one of the highlights of the fathers is daughters being engaged in the sport with them, sitting down and enjoying the games, going to the games and creating this bond and this relationship over football. And you made a you made a statement in regards to how the men that you were working with, a lot of them saw that piece of the engagement, like with their own daughter in sports and what that looks like and how that created an ease in the relationship with you. And I think that 
a lot of times there's this bonding that takes place with fathers and daughters over sports that really plays well into this era that we're in where there's the push, the acknowledgement and the empowerment of women as they're coming through the ranks in the sports industry. I think you're absolutely right. I, I think that that's like, that's a great way to put it. And, you know, whether it was support coming from my own father, who's the reason I started watching football in the first place, you know, along with these coaches who, who you know, kind of drew that conclusion of, okay, if my daughter wants to work in football, I'd want someone to help her, so why don't I help Vanessa out? I think you're absolutely right. There's there's this this bonding thing that comes with that um, and, and wanting to empower women and people who are their daughters or remind them of their daughters or could be their daughters to know that they have a place here and that they can progress there and they have support there. Mm-hmm, Absolutely. So in the last four years, you've worked actively in the women's pipeline at the NFL and oversaw a number of diversity and inclusion efforts. In your efforts, what does success look like? And the second part of that question is, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you make happen immediately? Okay, I'll answer the first part of the question first. So what does success look like? Um, I think a couple things. I think, I think, you know, success is partially the buy-in from the clubs, um, not doing it because they feel obligated, but doing it because, you know, it's kind of come to their attention that considering the entire candidate pool, which includes women, is the right thing to do. Um, and when you are able to connect with individuals, have those conversations with individuals and, you know including decision makers, including head coaches and general managers who actively make that decision that when they come into their regime, they're like, I want to make sure women are incorporated in our office and we're, we're considering the best people for the job, regardless of where that falls, regardless if that's a coach or someone working in salary cap or whatever it may be. I think that one um, is is indicative of success. Um, and you're seeing that more and more as, as a lot of these new head coaches and general managers come in. And I consider that, you know, success in itself. But, you know, I also think the, the less and less, you know, a job like this is needed, that also indicates success. You know, the, the, the day that comes when we don't have to keep pushing, you know, the importance of hiring women, that is going to be the overall success when, when jobs like mine don't exist, to be quite honest. Um, if I could wave a magic wand and change uh, one thing immediately, um, you know, I have a lot of conversations with women. I try my hardest when people reach out to connect with them, have phone conversations. And what we you know, what I would change is just the individuals in the business that think women don't belong. And I know, you know, that's a conversation that's long going and ongoing, but I think there are women who have shied away from working in this sport and have changed their careers because of a little bit of, um, you know, feeling like there's not a place for them or feeling like they don't fit or having an unfortunate interaction, um, you know, which causes them to kind of change their mind about working in this industry. And if I could kind of flip that switch and, you know, make sure women feel empowered like I did from the get go, you know, and the people I worked with, I think that's something I would love to do. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. 
It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. So in your defining of what success looks like, you said that ultimately it's it's working yourself out of your position. So from your vantage point, what is your dream job in the world of sports? That's a great question. Um, I think it's something I'm honestly still ironing out. I know and I love um being you know connected with a football with a football club that's something that's the reason I fell in love with the sport like I said from the beginning is the relationships with the coaches and the staff that empower you and so um, I think at the end of the day being able to have a positive effect by taking my learnings from the league office um, the development of women the development of individuals and coaching in front office and being able to um, really help instill that from an ownership level down at a club um, and just make sure that that was almost, you know, their vision moving forward from here on in, um, establishing that and then just letting it ride. I think that's what I, w- I would love to do at some point in time. So in your work, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? I think... And maybe you don't have nothing keeping you up. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there, there's always... Right now, you know, we're we're not at a place where where my job won't won't need to exist right there's we're still at a place where there's always room for improvement and you know I, I work with women in football I work with people of color in, in football and just you know the progression of head coaches and general managers of color and and you know there's there's still a lot of work to be done and so I think what keeps me up at night is just um, knowing there's a long way to go knowing there's inevitably disappointments that you have to face um, that 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 
come with working in this, you know, industry and in this specific area of this industry. Um, but at mm -hmm. the same time, when I say it keeps me up at night, I work with some tremendous people who give me a lot of perspective, who help me see the positives that come out of it. Um, you know, and that keeps you, well, it keeps you up at night. It allows you to sleep because it allows you to see the positive and the things that are being done, even if it's from a small perspective. Uh, it keeps you fighting. It really keeps you fighting and, and wanting to work more on it. Yeah. You know, because we can't become weary and doing well. And something that I encourage people that, you know, have jobs that are, they can feel, you know, really heavy and cause you to be up at night. And also there could be a lot of chatter outside of your circle that may be saying you're not doing enough or there's, you know, so much more to be done and everything. We just need to throw it all in the trash. And, <laughs> you know, progress is being made. And so it's so important that the individuals that are tasked with these enormous assignments, that they don't become weary and doing well and that they look at and they also sit in every single win because every win is an indication of progress. And it, it says that we're not where we used to be. No, there's we have more ways to go, but we're not where we used to be. And so those individuals need that encouragement. And sometimes that encouragement has to come from within because ultimately we need them to stay on the wall for progress to continue to be made. 100%. I think you're absolutely right. And it's really embracing the small wins. And, and you know, just the other mm -hmm. day I, I opened my mail and I received a holiday card from a woman that I had helped, uh, you know, get an opportunity to the Scouting Fellowship. And she, she earned it, you know, be honest, by introduced her to the fellowship and what it was. And now she's working for the Chicago Bears and she sent a holiday card. And like, for me, that's something that that is a small win. That is, you know, she still reaches out and she still thinks and, and remembers our conversation, remembers the perseverance and the encouragement. And for me, those are the things that's like, OK, keep keep going forward, keep going forward. You started your career at Boston College Football in 2014 and have worked in the sports industry now for eight years. So you've been doing this and you have some experience here. What are some of the lessons that you that you've learned from the journey that should be passed along to the next woman up? There's a there's a few things I usually like to share when they kind of ask, you know, what, what do you what did you pull from your experience so far and, and what are tips moving forward? And I think um, the one the first and most important thing is regardless of where you are, um, one, know that you belong. You wouldn't be there. You wouldn't be hired there if, if you didn't. Um, and find your allies. Not everyone in the building necessarily is going to be your ally, and that's okay. That's that's the same anywhere for anyone, to be quite honest. But find the individuals that take an interest in you and take an interest in your development and, and, and meet with those individuals and push that development as far as it can possibly go. You know, and if, if, you're, in a, if you're a woman, you, you work in football recruiting and you've been siloed into just the operation side of football recruiting, for example, uh, you know, say, hey, I'm interested in actually scouting and personnel as well to learn this other side of recruiting. Can, can we watch film together and evaluate a player together? Take advantage of those allies that have taken an interest in you. And I think that's something that's really important because I think sometimes as a woman we feel like we just kind of have to stay in our lane and do the job that's assigned to us. But what's really important is leaning on those people that can help you give, you know, help you get access to, to growing and developing more, um, whoever that individual may be. And so that, that's one of the things I usually like to, to share and say, you know, make sure you're taking advantage of that. Um, and then number two, just 
learn how to work with multiple personalities. You know, that's one of the biggest things that will always help you in this industry is just learning um, that everyone is not going to be the same approach. Some people you have to approach differently. Sometimes the discussions are different, um, and that's okay. Um, that's, again, going to be the same place almost anywhere you go. But be patient with it and, 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 and you know, learn, you know, be observant and learn, you know, how to approach each person in this business individually, and it, and it help you get through, you know, through tough and good times. Mm-hmm. What's your vision for the future of the sports industry? And I and I'm asking you that question from the perspective of you have this body of work that you've invested in over the years, and. We know the objective for you here is to continue to open up that pipeline and create opportunity for other individuals. So that's a given. But from sports overall and and how we're moving forward, what is your vision? Wow. Fantastic question. Um, my my what I what I do want to say is and, and I said this a little bit before and so I don't know if this quite answers it, but, you know, my, my vision is that, you know, we have women within this pipeline who grow within this business, right, who are reaching back down and pulling the next woman up, right, and they are just, there are so many more women in the league than there were five years ago even, right, and we're having all these women that are bought into lifting the next one up. And so I guess I would say, you know, my vision is and my hope is that as women ascend up this league, as they become general managers and head coaches, which it's coming, right? It's on, we're on our way there, that they are always, you know, pulling the next person up. And, and that's how the progression of women can, can, can really take off is, you know, us supporting each other, you know, because there are times when, when we can get competitive with each other, you know, being in the same building or being, you know, working in the same organization. And so the most healthy thing we can do as women working in sports is just making sure we are not seeing any other woman as a threat, but as an ally and as someone that is going to help the next woman that needs help getting up, that's going to help lift you up like someone helped lift you up, you know. And so I think my vision for that is just um, a broad acceptance of, of, of women helping other women across the sports industry. Mm-hmm. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner. 
leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And that question, why I thought about that question specifically in our conversation is because you know, when you have this, this work that is a, it's a, it's a huge task. It's an honor to be in the position, but you can get weary. And when you have a vision for what you're working towards, the vision can serve as an anchor. So when stuff is feeling like this is not working, you know, like that where you have those moments where you just feel so defeated, even in the in the moments of progress, you have something to like, OK, I can't lose sight of the vision and why I'm here and what I'm working towards. And so that's why I asked that question, because I think it's a tool that people in the industry, specifically for women, if you have a vision for what it is that you're looking to achieve, you can grab a hold of that at any point in time to encourage yourself of this is where I'm going and I need to stay focused, irregardless of what's happening now. I think that's a great point. And I think you're absolutely right. I think that is something that all of us in this industry, especially being as women, need to really figure out what exactly that is and and keep our eye on that in, in order to move forward. So I agree entirely. So I'm sure in your journey, you've experienced many highs and lows as you've matriculated in your career. Knowing what you know now, what words of wisdom would you share with Vanessa, Vanessa fresh out of Boston College? I probably would share with Vanessa fresh out of Boston College that... Um, <laughs> Exactly. Almost what you just said is that there are going to be highs and lows and you have to see them through. Um, You know, my first year in the NFL, everyone, people referred to as a baptism by fire, right? Because it was probably one of the most (laughs) unstable experiences of my career where, you know, I went to a a team, I went to Cleveland that unfortunately went 0-16. And so within seven months of me working there, we had a general manager change. And because of that, you know, I was transitioned out and someone else was brought into my spot because the general manager wanted to bring someone else in. And so I was 25 years old. I had just moved away from home, you know, 500 miles. And I was feeling, you know, resentful and bitter that I had made this move. And, you know, this the football industry did this to me. You know, I felt a little I felt a little type of way about it, to be honest. And and I told myself, I'm not going to work in football anymore. You know, I'm done. I, I did my sacrifice and all, all to all to, you know, come to fruition. I still work in football, obviously. But I say that to say, I think, you know, 
there are some individuals that don't experience anything like that ever in their career, but it's much more common that you do in some way, shape, or form experience that, you know, trials and tribulations of, you know, turnover and job changes and, and things along those lines. And um, what I know now is that you will be a lot stronger because of it, but not just stronger, you will have a lot more perspective in what works, what doesn't work. Um, what you wish had gone differently, and that feeds into the future of your career. That helps you make decisions along the way in your career. That helps you choose where you want to work next. And while it's hard to go through it at the time, uh, and you have a whole mix of emotions, you come up so much better on the other side of it because of that. And I think that's what I would have loved to have prepared myself for, but I was fortunate enough to have individuals that taught me that while I was going through it. Mm-hmm. So with that said, um, you've had these individuals pouring this wisdom into you. Let's move into our next segment, and it's titled, I am bringing her to the table with me. And this is your opportunity for you to give verbal flowers to another woman, for you know that you would not be where you are today without her fingerprint on your journey. I think I, I love this question, and I love that this question is not limited to just uh, women in football. Um, because like I said from the beginning of who I am, I love football, and football is a big part of my identity, but I wouldn't be where I was without the individuals, you know, that are part of my life. And so, you know, my answer to that question is is, is forever my, my sister. I have a sister that's two years older, and she is, you know, one of the smartest people I, I've ever met. And and. She really was the reason I ended up at Boston College. You know, she pushed me academically. She made me not coach. She made me not be okay with, you know, just getting by, which I was able to do, but she pushed me further. And she was, you know, she was at school at Harvard and would take the time to, all right, we're going to hop on the phone today and go over your paper due. We're going to study for your test together. Mm -hmm. And without all those things that she instilled in me, this drive to do better and be better, um, I wouldn't have gone to Boston College and had the opportunity to work for my football team. I wouldn't have the perseverance I have to just kind of keep pushing forward to what's the next thing in football? What's the next thing in football? What can we do better? And so, you know, there are women in football that I certainly owe flowers to. Um, but first and foremost, who got Vanessa to where she is today is my sister, Ashley. Well, thank you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our final segment is Food is Love. And what food best describes your personality and why? For this one, I'm going to go with uh, an empanada, actually. Uh, I thought of empanada because it is this kind of, you know, it's put together on the outside, but on the inside, it's warm, it is comforting, it's a mix of ingredients that just come together well. And I say all that to say because I say all that to say, I really like to be the person that makes other people laugh and lifts other people up and is a comfort. Um, and a lot of people don't know that about me, but I have a very goofy side. I have a side that really wants the people that are close to me to be happy. And so I find empanada to be that comforting food. I know it is for me. You know, when I want to be happy, that's, that's something I dive right into. <laughs> so I, I'd go with empanada. Has food ever been healing for you? 100%. And I think it's happened as I've gotten older. Um, you know, my husband and I, we both work in an industry, in industries that are, you know, crazy and long hours and, and, and they can be draining at times. And so like the ideal day for us is having like a free weekend and we're cooking for each other. We're in the kitchen, music's playing, we're dancing, we're, we're making recipes for each other. 
And that bonding experience is the refresher to get through the entire next week for us, right? And that's where, mm-hmm. one, you know, we're cooking it together, we're eating it together, and we're sharing in that experience of food. And that has become, you know, one of the foundations of our relationship, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I love that. Does your family have an heirloom recipe that is passed down from generation to generation? So we don't have a recipe per per se, but my mom is from St. Lucia. And so she has a lot of foods, you know, from her childhood that she still cooks for us and has brought that culture over to the States for us. Um, you know, curry goat and oxtail and fried plantains and bakes and, you know, all those kind of good things that, that we crave now that, that, that comes from the islands. She, she makes sure that we get our fill of it, even though we, we can't go to St. Lucia all the time. She brings it to us. So very <laughs> appreciative of that. Is that now do, do those dishes cover your table when you're at family gatherings? Is Are those are the, those the primary foods that you all will eat? As much as we possibly can, we'll try to. We'll, we'll have oxtail at Christmas coming up. You know, we're, whenever we can get everyone <laughs> together, we're going to we're going to eat it. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, Vanessa, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to have you at the table today. And how can people uh, find you? Uh, please feel free to find me via LinkedIn. It's probably the, the best way to reach me. Um, I do my best to answer messages and, and set up calls as best I can. So um, Vanessa Hutchinson on LinkedIn, just, just feel free to look me up. Well, thank you so much for joining me today at the In Her Words table. And thank you for taking time out of your day to stay a while with me. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Tommy. I really appreciate it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.